This ALCS Game 2 and NLCS Game 1 and Series Preview of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added pick and scorches where you can win 100x. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Last minute tickets, download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hufbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And finally, um, we are giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Uh, Free to enter. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, my name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in northeast of England. Today is Monday, definitely. Um, the 16th of October. 16th, there you go. Yeah, yeah well, yes, Monday, the 16th of October. Um, and we are here to um, have a little look around the game two, um, both series. Um, sorry, one series game two tonight, the LCS game two. Um, and then we'll preview the entire series of the Phillies D-backs and give out our game one picks as well. Uh, joining us is Mr. Moonaf Manji. Moonaf, hey, how are you? Uh, doing well. Uh, we're down to the final four. Uh, of the MLB season. So uh, looking forward to getting into game two of the ALCS. And then like you mentioned, we're going to talk about the National League uh, Championship Series um, with that game one also kicking off tonight as well. So I think we have baseball every day this week, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot yep. of fun as we approach the World Series and get down to the final two teams uh, of the season. I was just saying to you before we started moving off, it seemed to be a very chaotic weekend around the Sports Gambling Podcast Network family. There was some incredible bad beats flying around um, on the NFL. There were some great picks as well. There was lots of listeners cash stuff. Ming and Barry did a little a little five-minute flex last night where we weren't flexing our show. We were just flexing everybody because everyone seemed to be doing all sorts. Um, and a lot of the listeners were involved. How was, uh, how was your weekend? Were you on the receiving end of that bar, <laughs> the safety... From the yes. from the Patriots, <laughs> it, it was the last leg of a a three team parlay I had. I had a parlay day with the Ravens in the morning. I had Commanders first half, and then the Patriots uh, minus three was, or sorry, plus three was my last leg. So, um, I had to go do something when they made it seventeen to nineteen, and then I see a notification uh, from the Sports Gambling Podcast Twitter account saying this is a safe space for the plus three betters. Oh, no. And then, lo and behold, I checked the final score. They get a safety at the end and uh, just just put a dagger in my heart. Really ruined my mood for the rest of the day, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it is what it is. That's the National Football League. But uh, I think the bigger prize was that we all cashed Kramer's first half, uh, uh, first half parlay early in the day. So that really set the tone for the day. But, yeah, all in all, uh, not, too bad, uh, not too bad of a Sunday. 
upset for the Astros losing, but we'll get into that. I had a proper brain fart yesterday, Moonaf. I got my sum out on Bet365, my under and my over column mixed up. So everything mm-hmm. I tried about the under, about the over, and everything okay. I tried about the over, about the under. As it happens, it kind of balanced itself out because all okay. the ones that lost won and all the ones that won lost. And I ended up kind of where I would have been, but mm-hmm. it made for some fun um, reverse routing last night when I was watching stuff. I honestly, um, I think there's <laughs> a lot of the stuff I wanted to pick that at the top it says over or under. That's got off the top of the page. So then I saw you've either got one of two columns and I just clicked on the wrong one for every single one. Um, Ty J Spears killed me because I'd accidentally, I wanted to back him over. Mm. I accidentally backed him under. He never touched the ball until that one run when he yeah. knocked off 43 yards with about three minutes left. Um, so killed the reverse bet. But yeah, that was a uh, that was an, an adventure yesterday for my account. But it finished just about the same. But then I think last night, getting onto the baseball new enough, which is why we're here. I think a lot of people had the Rangers yesterday. Yeah, um, it's been an underdog um, playoffs so far. Everything's gone the way of the dog. Uh, Texas have now gone six and zero. Um, in the chat here, who Captain Sano um, hit the Rangers yesterday, and I don't think he's the only one. Uh, Trev's in the chat as well. Morning, Trev. How are you doing? Um, so yeah, I mean, you're nearest the action there, Moon. What's been the the reaction to, to game one, and how are you um, doing the season going forward? I think the blunder for the Astros last night was Jose Altuve's base running error um, after the incredible play I think Evan Carter made to make that catch that um, looked like Alex Bregman hit one out of the park. If it was maybe, what, 10 or 12 feet more to the left, it would have ended up in the boxes and we would have had a tied game. Uh, but, I mean, it killed all the momentum by the uh, error or the base running error that Jose Altuve made. He crossed over second, or he he ran down to second base. He went over the bag of second base. Uh, but as Evan Carter made the catch, Altuve didn't touch the second base bag, running back to first base. So that pretty much killed all the momentum. And I said this early on when, when me and Lante did the American League Championship Series uh, preview in Game One. I said if if Verlander's able to settle in in those first couple innings, that he may be able to go at least six, at least six or seven innings. But um, he got out of some trouble. I know they left the bases loaded, did the um, Rangers. I believe it was a second or third inning. Um, they got out to a one nothing lead, but again, the bats didn't do obviously anything last night for the Astros. Um, but give a lot of Carter or giving Evan Carter a lot of credit for his defensive plays. I think he also took away a, I think a near double. I think it was for Alex Bregman in yeah. the first inning as well. Uh, and then he made that incredible catch in the eighth inning as well. But Jordan Montgomery, I mean, I don't think he's talked about enough about what he is uh, doing in the postseason thus far for the Rangers rotation. So give him a lot of credit for the way he pitched against the Astros last night. Um, but, hey, give the Rangers a lot of credit. Again, I, I said this to Lante when we did the preview. I, I won't be surprised if they do win this series just because they're just the hottest team right now in baseball. Um, and they haven't lost a single postseason uh, game yet. Uh, and give Bruce Bochy, their their manager, a lot of credit. I really, I'm a huge fan of him. Unfortunately, he's with the Rangers. Uh, but I, I do expect this series to go at least six or seven games. Uh, I know we'll talk about game two here in a minute, but um, yeah, again, give give the give the Rangers for stealing game one and then taking the series lead. I think where the Astros will be most disappointed here is that they um, they've limited Texas to two runs, which right. not many teams will do because Texas is hot offense, good offense. Yeah, um, they've limited Texas to two runs and still lost. Um, Verlander pitched really, really well. 
obviously my guy, uh, Tavares, got to him once. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Jordan Montgomery, f- twice, fresh. He's pitched really, really well so far. I mean, the restricted Alvarez to 0 for 4, which is huge. Um, and then, yeah, the the, the Altuve uh, mess of cost it. So Texas are now minus 180 uh, for that series behind a, a, wow. a 6-0 start. Um, we'll get into game two, which starts in round about five and a half hours from now. Um, we'll have a little look at that. I'll tell you first about a couple of our uh, headline sponsors here. Um, first thing you need to do is get in the second chance survivor pool, the SGPN pool. Um, that's presented by Corey Pinkston, Barton Dog Properties. There's $3,000 up for grabs. I have entered mine a couple of days ago. I'm just waiting for my little uh, email so I can get my entries done. Starts this weekend, so sign up now, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. And Underdog Fantasy, a great way to play alongside your favourite football team all season long. Uh, Underdog has introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers. Enjoy a spicy 100x payout. Uh, and for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus. Uh, it's back up to $500, which is great news for everyone. Um, you've got $100,000 Sundays continuing on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players winning 10 grand each. Um, so watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Uh, when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Um, Terrell's joined the chat. Terrell's saying I look a bit funny in the light. I've enjoyed being in the light. They've let me the last two weeks, Terrell. Um, I'm allowed to sit in the daylight. I'm normally cooped up like some sort of hideous monster in the basement and allowed out at midnight to do these shows. But uh, I'm allowed out in the sunshine when playoff come around. Um, so game two tonight, Moonaf. Um, Texas are even money. Houston minus one twenty favourites. Total of eight and a half. Um, and it is. Um, Nathan Yavaldi taking on Framba Valdez. Um, I mean, what strikes me with Yavaldi is he's been great so far in the postseason. Um, mm-hmm. Started two games, pitched 13 and two-thirds, 11 hits, two earned runs, he has two key numbers, 15 strikeouts to no walks. That tells you um, where we are. And crucially, two seven-one wins uh, are in there as well. Yavaldi didn't pitch from July the 18th through to September the 5th was injured, went away, came back. Um, and when he came back, he built up. He pitched an inning, he pitched two, he pitched three, he built up to five. It's almost like he went through his spring training and then sort of built his way into early May, you know what he said, pitchers are getting into, into mid-season form. In May, after that little kind of a similar type of setup, he had a 0.96 ERA in the month of May, which has kind of fixed his time span perfectly. So I, this is more luck than judgment, they haven't done this with Yvaldi on purpose, but I tell you what, it's put him right in the middle of a purple patch um, for, for this series. And with Framba Valdez, Munaf, I kind of feel the opposite. Um, he was hit really hard against Minnesota. Um, he gave up three walks again. Um, that's three, five, and three in his last three starts. So that led me to a, my first prop. All my pitching props have been terrible this series. I've just got them all wrong. Would stop me picking the moon off. I've got another one. Um, over two and a half walk. It's a big price. It's a, it's right on the line. <laughs> sometimes right, sometimes wrong. Always confident, Muna. Um, over two and a half walk. It's plus one fifty-five. Uh, so it's a nice, uh, it's a nice price anyway. But he's just in poor form. Um, 
I think you have to take Texas here. I don't know why you, why you wouldn't take Texas. Um, I think you're getting a better picture. Um, you're getting a hotter offense. You've Houston have just missed their opportunity when they've limited that offense to two runs. Um, at the prices, moon off. Um, my only play apart from the the Valdez walk prop would be the Texas money line. Um, at even money. I mean, it's hard to argue uh, taking the Rangers, especially when they haven't lost a game in the postseason thus far, right? And, and I'm trying to keep my bias outside of uh, of what's you know going on in this series. But, I mean, you mentioned it, Nathan Evaldi has been really good in the two postseason games thus far uh, this, uh, this postseason for uh, the Texas Rangers, right? He pitched a gem of a, a start against the Tampa Bay Rays, eight strikeouts in that game, came back the next series against the or- Orioles, Pitch a gem of a game in that game, seven strikeouts as well. Um, he has gotten a little bit of trouble. I don't want to say trouble, but he has given up runs uh, to the Astros. I'll say that much. Uh, he did have one great start uh, back on July 1st against the Astros, seven shutout innings. Did have five walks, uh, sorry, uh, five strikeouts in the game, four walks in that game. And then he followed that up back on September 5th uh, against the Astros in uh, Texas, or I should say in Arlington where he got blasted in that game, one and one-third. He allowed four earned runs, two home runs. He gave up one walk and one strikeout. So I think, number one, I do like your walks angle for Framber, but I also do like it for Nathan Evaldi as well. I, I think the Astros will be a little more, bit more patient at the plate. Um, and anytime I do see the Astros get shut out, and this was a, uh, a bet that I always went to, uh, when the Astros would either lose a game and scored less than three runs, I would always come back with the Astros. Uh, team total the next game and it was more profitable than not for me just because i know this team will respond um you know whether the following game but i think there's going to be one of these games where we see like a eight six type of final where it flies over the total i think this afternoon may be that game because you mentioned framber valdez has been in poor form right now for the houston astros doesn't really have great numbers against the rangers if i'm not mistaken and I'm trying to pull that up right now but in his career um seven and five, but he did have three starts against the Rangers this season. He was one and two in those starts with a 4.32 ERA only had 12 strikeouts in those three appearances. And to your point about the walks, he walked at least two batters in every single one of those three starts this season against the Texas Rangers. So if you're a same game parlay player, I think you would want to look at the walks for each of these, play, uh, each of these pitchers. Currently I'm seeing Framber over one and a half at minus two ten. But again, like you mentioned, you're going over two and a half at some plus money odds. And Nathan Valdi is also juiced at minus 170 on over one and a half walks as well. So maybe some parlay pieces for those same game parlay betters. Um, I'm going to go with the over eight and a half in this game. I also do like the first five over uh, at four right now. I think number one, uh, the bats will respond for the Astros. And we've seen all throughout the postseason mile that the Rangers bats, when they get going early, they stay pretty much consistent throughout the uh, entire game. So they got two last night, uh, I think, early within those first five innings. I expect the Astros to, to respond as well. I really like the first five over four uh, in this game. And, look, I can't get away from the Rangers, man. 6-0 and thus far this season. Framber's in bad form. You're getting plus money. I will back the Astros when they hit the road because this season we talked a lot about how the Astros have been really good uh, on the road and not at home. But uh, as far as the side, I lean with the Rangers, but I love I love seeing runs in this uh, game in this afternoon. Um, yeah, it's, it's the, the Rangers don't owe us anything. So um, if you do take them once and they let you down, um, I think they built up 
enough credit, and they've got enough credit in the bank, moon after we're, we're allowed one. But yeah, um, it's a good time for me. This uh, I'll take the boat to football and get back. And uh, this has got three hours in the bath written all over it. This, this is a oh, 9.37 um, first pitch for me here uh, in the evening. So absolutely perfect. Um, okay, we're going to move on and have a little look at the um, Philly and Arizona series um, in its entirety first off. Um, let me tell you first about game time. Um, tickets, tickets for MLB playoffs, amongst other things. Uh, game time would be the place to get them. Um, in fact, any sport, music, comedy, and theatre near you, game time is the place to go. Um, you got last minute tickets, um, all sorts. We saw Sean was uh, hanging out at SoFi last week, just sitting behind the pylon with his uh, watching his Phillies take on the Rams. Got his tickets in game time. Said it was a great experience, so you can look forward to the event and not have to worry uh, about the ticketing. Um, the game time. Guarantee is the best thing here. They'll credit you 110% of the difference, um, which means you'll get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and same wall for less. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Same supply, create an account, redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Hall of Fame bets are helping us win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season. Uh, the sports betting analytics platform for Paulie's player props and game lines. Research NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer with historical stats and data. All of Fame bets, revolutionary Parley optimizer. Gets uh, hit rates broken down by a leg, expected probabilities, hot players. Uh, you can find the value. All these sort of things to help you stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HallofFameBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Um, so, uh, NLCS, we have in the chat, Munaf, before all you said was, quite disparagingly, um, all Malcolm's going to do is sit there and make Arizona Diamondback bets. Didn't you? <laughs> now, I don't know. I mean, what would, what would make you think that, Munaf? There's absolutely nothing... Uh, at all partisan about my behaviour. Um, There's nothing. So for the series here, we've got Philly at uh, minus 200. We've got Arizona at plus 170. Um, you lead us off here, Munaf. This is a series bet. I feel like this series is going to be closer than, than, the, than the series price is indicating. I think for the Diamondbacks here, I mean, they're playing with house money. Like nobody expected them to be here in the National League Championship Series. I know, uh, I think you and I both touted them to at least make the playoffs um, this season. I think it was around plus 375, four to one at the beginning of the season, maybe at a better price if you shopped around. Um, but here they are. They're here in the National League Championship Series. Uh, they're taking off the, the on the defending pennant winners in the Phillies. So I think all the pressure is on the Phillies here. Um, I think, number one, you have to give a lot of credit to Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly, especially how they've pitched uh, on the road, because for Zach Gallon during the regular season, Mal, when you looked at his home and road splits, he was absolutely fantastic at Chase Field in Arizona, but he was absolutely atrocious on the road uh, during the regular season. But um, he pitched well. He pitched well against the Dodgers. He pitched well in the wild card uh, round as well against the Milwaukee Brewers in Milwaukee. So, again, I think we got to give – Credit to those two pitchers. I, I 
I, I do like the Phillies to win this series, but I, I think I, I do give the D-backs a, a fighting chance here. Now, I think it's really going to come down to, number one, if that if they're able to score runs early and often against the Phillies and put that pressure on them like they did against the Dodgers, it's going to be a tough hill to climb, Some uh, I think, for any team when you get out to those early leads. So I think if the Diamondbacks are able to produce runs early and put that pressure on to the offense of the Phillies, I think they can have some success in this series. But for me, for the way the Phillies are playing right now on both sides of the baseball, Mel, pitching-wise with Zach Wheeler, who's been absolutely lights out thus far this uh, postseason. Austin Aranola has been pitching well. We expected Ranger Suarez to get lit up, but he's been doing well as well. The bullpen has been doing well for them as well. And we saw what Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos and Trey Turner and JT Rilamuto and, and those guys in the batting order have been able to do. So I like what Kaysen mentioned there. Phillies to win game one and the series at a plus price. I think that's a, 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 a bet that I will be making at plus 110. Um, I, think do the, I do think the Phillies win this series. I don't think it'll be a convincing fashion. I do give the Diamondbacks a fighting chance, but I think at the end of the day, I think the experience and and just that it factor, that hunger that the Phillies have to want to get back to the World Series and win it, I'm going to go with the Phillies to win this series. Yeah, it's really hard to make a pick here because Philly with home advantage are really short. Minus 200. It's not really a working man's price. But I think so much of this series depends on how Gallon goes tonight. And already it's Game one of seven, but it feels like a must win. Like you've said, the, the, the comparison you've got, Gallen, Kelly, and then Brandon Fart. Um, and you just feel like if, if they go 1-0 down, having used up a Gallen start, that's going to be a long way back. So um, the, for the outrights, I found, I found one play I liked here. Um, and it was Arizona to be leading 2-1 after three games. So I think we could see a split in Philly. Well, obviously, what I'm hoping here is that um, Gallen can get the win tonight and then um, they can take, get them back home and take the first home game, um, sort of fought against Ranger Suarez. So that's a price of plus 175. Um, so Arizona leading 2-1. But pretty much that was my only pre, uh, pre-series uh, or future senior. I didn't have to make a pick. Obviously, you know, you know I've got a dog in the fight anyway with the D-backs. Um, but the prices are about right. Um, so yeah, that was the only little angle in I thought really. Um, moving on to game one uh, tonight, then we have Zach Gallen is uh, plus one forty five. Wheeler and the Phillies are minus one sixty six, and the total is set at seven and a half. Um, Gallen two outstanding postseason starts, very very similar lines with very similar outcomes. Um, he went five and a third. Five hits, two earned runs at the Dodgers. He went six, five hits, two earned runs at the Brewers. Um, four strikeouts in both. I do like under five and a half strikeouts. I'll throw another pitch in prop, unashamedly. It's juice stat. It's uh, minus one fifty. So again, it's not going to. It's not going to. Um, it's not going to make you rich. But if we can, if we can sniff around, there might be an under four and a half, possibly. Um, but I like the lower end of the strikeouts for him. And in both of those games, they've won four two, and they've won. 5-2, um, very similar. Wheeler, two, again, outstanding postseason start. They did lose the Atlanta game, uh, no fault of Wheeler. So, but 13 innings, eight hits, three in runs. He struck out 10 and eight. So if you want to over six and a half strikeout prop for Wheeler, 
looks great at minus 116. This to me, Munaf, looks really, really like Texas Houston game one last night. Um, yeah. You've got the two studs going. Um, KG, nerves. Um, first game of a series. We saw that finish 2 0. Um, both pitches can be shaky early and then settle in. So I actually prefer the full game under rather than a first three or a first five under. And we're just talking in the chat that I really like the Diamondbacks bullpen at the moment. Um, they addressed it. They fixed a lot of the issues uh, and they can mix and match along with the best of them. Everybody's rested on both sides out the pen as well. Um, so we should be um, max effort out the pen. So as much as I know Dylan quite liked the over and we said you could, you can find an over seven. I like the under seven and a half, Munaf. I, I do like the, the Texas Houston game. It's a bit of a comp from last night uh, and two pitches I expect to go well. Um, so I like the under seven and a half. I've got a couple of player props I'll throw out here as well, Munaf, before I will let you loose on it. Um, Christian Walker is 9-4-17 with a homer and four RBIs against Wheeler in his career. So um, any prop you like on total bases, over a half is minus 140. Over a half RBIs is plus 215. And if you want a Christian Walker home run, plus 475. So I like Walker. And I did like the under on all kinds of Alec Bohm stuff, but I couldn't actually find the right markets. All the players listed on total bases were listed on half a total base. Apart from Alec Bohm and Trey Turner were listed at one and a half, and I've no idea why. So I don't know, just a little glitch and they might adjust it. Or I might have to shop around, but um, find some under Alec Bohm stuff is what I'll be doing. Um, yeah, and they're my main players here. The under seven and a half over on the Wheeler Ks um, in Christian Walker total bases and under on Alec Bohm Muna. Yeah, um, I like the. I want to get there with the first five under. Uh, that number hopefully is still at four, but. Um, I mean, you mentioned it that Zach Wheeler has been pretty good in this uh, postseason. I know he gave up three earned runs, sorry, two earned runs to the Atlanta Braves, but that was in a spot that we knew that they were eventually going to bounce back after being shut out for I don't know how many innings uh, against uh, the Phillies in that or against the uh, uh, Braves uh, in that series. He did end up with 10 strikeouts in that game as well. Uh, pitched a gem of a game against the Marlins as well. Six and two thirds, five hits, one earned run, eight strikeouts. Um, and historically, Zach Wheeler has been pretty good uh, against the uh, Diamondbacks in his career. The funny part, Mal, is that during the regular season, these two teams matched up seven times. The um, Phillies won the season series six to three ever so slightly, but all seven of those games uh, produced at least seven runs. Um, but a lot of times when we talk about handicapping these games, like I don't think we can use uh, the regular season stats just because when we talk about playoffs that – the short is the the leash is a lot shorter for some of these pitchers if they do get into trouble. Um, and again, those talking about those in game adjustments, but I do like the Wheeler strikeouts over six and a half. I will be playing that. Um, I'll lean. I'm gonna lean with the the Phillies on the run line here at home. If you take a look at what this team has done uh, um, in the playoffs, uh, this uh, going back to last season. And including this postseason, Mal, um, they are ten and two at home uh, in that span. And I want to say they they've won all three 
uh, sorry, all their home games this postseason by at least two runs. So we go back to the Marlins series, four to one victory, seven to one victory against the Marlins. And then against Atlanta, they won 10 to two and then three to one. So obviously four no straight up at home. And they're also four no on the run line there as well. And we go back to last season. Um, like I mentioned, they were 10 and two uh, at home. The only two losses were against the eventual uh, World Series champions last year, which was the Houston Astros. Rather than that, uh, they have been really solid um, at home, um, have the Phillies. So uh, I like the Wheeler strikeout props. I'm with you on the under as well. And I, I, I like the Phillies on the run line here in game one. Take care of business. That's a nice plus price at minus one and a half, uh, plus 130. Um, and then total has moved. You, you can find a seven if you like the over, but there are still plenty of seven and halves out there. So, uh, yeah, those are kind of my one game one picks, at least for the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. Um, the boys in the chat, Moonaf, are one step ahead of us. They've started talking about um, MVP picks here. Um, so I've had a little sniff around. Have you got any um, fancy prices in the, the chats? Looking at uh, Bryce Harper and Castellanos, um, Captain Insano wants a bit of Trey Turner. Um, where did you get to, Muna? Yeah, I really do like what I've seen from Nick Castellanos, um, especially obviously ripping the cover off of the baseball in the series against the uh, Braves. So I think that continues for him. Um, in this series against the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm trying to pull up the exact uh, MVP odds and see if I can find them here. Um, what are you looking for? I've got them right in front of me. Maybe. Yeah, what do you see, Nick Cassiano? Because when me and... Uh, yeah, Lante, eight to one, Cassianos. How much, I'm sorry? Eight to one. Yeah, I, I like that price for him uh, to be World Series... Sorry, not World Series. Uh, NLCS MVP... Um, I don't hate the trade Turner angle as well. Again, he's a player that is a five-tool guy, right? He can hit for average. He can also hit for power. I think this might be an opportunity for him to break out a little bit in the series um, and really set the tone for uh, for the Philadelphia's uh, lineup as well. So uh, those two guys I was looking at for the Philly side, obviously, since I do like the Phillies to win this series, those are the two guys that I was looking at. Um. Yeah, you know, I, w- I wasn't going to be messing around with single-figure prices here, Moonath. Um, my first play is going to be uh, Gabe Moreno, D-backs catcher, um, at 50-1. to 1. He's just hot. Um, a, he's a really, really good player. I've said a couple of times during the playoffs, it might be a candidate for the trade of the season. Um, he mm-hmm. went across with, in the Dalton Varsho trade, but he's been absolutely um, stellar. He's trying to hit north of 300. Um, just about in the entirety of the season, he hit level 300 in September. In August, he slashed 327, 365, 612. And even though he only hit seven home runs in the regular season, he's already hit three. In the postseason, he's four for 16 with three homers and six rubies. He either hits clean up um, or he hits five um, if Tommy Farm's been shunted up the order a little bit. So he's right in there and he's following those names that we always see. He's following Marte, Carroll, Christian Walker. So he's getting some ducks on the pond. And we've seen we've seen people say, what we saw Pena last year, uh, Randy Rose, Arena do it a couple of years. Once he starts hitting bombs, there's no reason for him to stop. 50 to 1 is giant. Um, and then the other one was Zach Wheeler. Um, it was 18 to 1. And then there's a couple of narratives here. Firstly, the, um, the angle I do like is that maybe if Philly can win this game, uh, win the series 3 to 1, 
There might very well be two Wheeler wins in there. So if Wheeler can go well and get the win tonight, then he wraps it up. So we've only got a sample size of four games there. Um, Wheeler's got two wins under his belt, 18 to 1. And that's a reasonable outcome for this series. That's not a big stretch to see the Phillies winning this 3-1. Wheeler picks up two wins. The, the second option is um, the series itself spans nine days. So if we go to a game seven, mm-hmm. um, they might just throw him out again for a game seven um, on what four days rest. Do you know what I mean? So it's potentially he's going to get three starts in there. Um, so there's a couple of options. That one is a bit more of a stretch, a bit more of a leap of faith. But I think the 3-1 with two wheeler wins angle is viable. So 18-1 to look like a, a decent price. I think he'll back worse 18-1 shots. Yeah, I mean, look, Zach Wheeler has just been the anchor of that pitching rotation for this Phillies uh, uh, lineup and, uh, sorry, their rotation. And he racks up the strikeouts. He gets the innings. Um, he gets the wins, obviously, as well. And he's had plenty of success in his career against the Diamondbacks. So if it does go seven, you're probably, obviously, he's going in game one. He'll end up going in game five. And then it's pretty much all hands on deck <clears throat> when it comes to uh, game seven, looking to punch a ticket to the World Series if it does get that far. But, I mean, yeah, like you mentioned, you, you could have worse 18-1, to 1, um, you know, MVP tickets out there. Uh, and, Munaf, I believe uh, that's everything I've got handicapped. Have you got anything else you need to throw out? Um, I was looking at some of the uh, series prices. I mean, like, uh, I think Kaysen mentioned it, that game one Phillies and for them to win the series at plus 110, uh, I do like that. Um, those were some of the series props that I was looking at for the NLCS. Uh, let me see if I can find. Um, let me see if there's any more props here that I do like for this series. Um, I think that was a pretty much that only one that stood out to me because I didn't want to lay that big juice price on the Phillies and especially Phillies being at home where they are they're undefeated thus far this season. Like I mentioned, ten and two over the course of the postseason since last year, since they made their playoff run. But yeah, that's that's what I was looking at. Um, Phillies game one and Phillies to win the series at, at a reduced price. Um, but that was that was pretty much it, Mel. Yeah, same. I'm quite happy with uh, with what I threw out. Like as always, I really enjoyed handicapping these games, kind of in isolation rather than a than a 15 game. Just gives you a chance to get some different angles in. Um, so yeah. Well done, mate. That was good fun. Thank you very much. Um, thank you, everyone who joined us in the chat. Um, always valuable contributions. Um, as mean, I've said at the top, there's baseball all week. Um, yeah. We've got some nights with one game. We've got some nights with two games. So some variation of the boys here. Um, we'll be back in this format, sort of a early morning for you, early afternoon for me. Um, handicap with these these single games or or double headers if we've got them. So keep your eyes peeled, stay subscribed, um, watch for those notifications and join in. Good luck, everybody, with your bets tonight. Thank you very much, Moonaf, um, and we will see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>